Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Superfly75. You are listening to OnTheWizardRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWizardRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. I'm tired as hell. I'm tired. I want to take a nap. I want to take a nap. I'm tired. Don't know why, just am tired. Am tired. All right, we have a lot to cover. <clears throat> we have a lot to cover. <sighs> am tired. Everybody's here. Shout out to everybody. I'm tired. I was tired, y'all. Don't know why, but I'm just tired. I is tired. Here's I, Jay Jermaine, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? All right. Got a lot to go over. We're going to make it do what it do. It's almost your bedtime. My bad. <laughs> yeah, day 27. Officially day 27 on the road to 30. I will never do this again. Never. All right. First clip I want to get into. Let's see. Where do I want to do? What do I want to do first? Uh, so many. Let's do this. Let's do a 50 cent story. Let's do a 50, a uh, real quick 50 cent story. Cause he just has the best stories. Clearly the best stories talks about Lloyd Banks. And once again, Lloyd Banks is easily top three punchline rappers in hip hop ever. You know, between him, fabulous, maybe Cassidy, probably top three punchline rappers to the best to ever do it. Those three are probably the, yeah, my top three punchline, like bar for bar, punchline for punchline, Banks, Fab, Cassidy. But 50 tells us what happened between him and Lloyd Banks. And Lloyd Banks was, yeah, lazy. I mean, he, he had the chops. He had the skill set, just fucking lazy. All right, let's go. There's more ruthless people in the business oh, world. Wrong clip, my bad, wrong clip, wrong clip, wrong clip, my bad. Wrong clip. Where the hell is it? Where the hell is it? Okay, hold up. See, I'm tired. I'm slipping. I'm playing the wrong clips and shit. My apologies, y'all. Let me find it. Let me find it. 50. Where are you? Fifth. Where are you? Fifth. Is it Instagram? Did I get it from Instagram? I got it from Instagram. No, I didn't. Damn it. You mean to tell me I didn't download it? Bruh. Tell me I'm not I'm not out here lacking like this. Oh man. Oh man. Damn it. 
Dang it. Let me check the emails. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay, that, 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 all that, 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 that. Let me see, was this it? If I can't find it, I'll have to, I'll have to look for it again, y'all. All right, I gotta go back and look for it. We'll do. I'll do that. I'll cover it later. All right. All right. Okay. My bad. My apologies. Ooh, shit. I'm I'm lacking, lacking badly. All right. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Let's get right into it. Did they leak? Check an email. Let me see. I'm just in that mofo. Hmm. No, got that. Yeah, there we go. RC, thank you, my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah. This is exactly yeah. this is what I was looking for. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And where the fuck is? All right. Download. 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 You guys the best. You guys help me when I'm lacking. Thank you, RC. Appreciate it, bro. Um, okay. Let's download. Gmail. Okay, cool. Got it. Bet. <laughs> what? What? I, I honestly, I, I do. I do have a list. Like seriously, in my phone, in my notes. That's that's messed up. I know. I, I do. I, I I honestly do. Okay. Um, let me do this. Let me acknowledge all the cash apps from like off the air because I get a lot of cash apps. They're not a lot, but I get a fair amount of cash apps off the air, and it's and I hate when I'm not able to acknowledge them during the show. Cause I you know I hate I hate that. For, for people so let me run through my list of cash apps and just give them the proper acknowledgement and then we'll get on with the uh with the show cash app cash app okay okay <clears throat> uh olanda thompson thank you for the 500 cash app uh, she says for your streams don't forget to brown paper bag me i got you boo i got you okay did i get Stacy, thank you for the uh for the 30 on the cash app for the for I'm the one who commented you on your on the hard work. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I got everybody, I'm getting everybody. Um Okay, everybody else I got. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. All right, let's go. 50 cent details why he had to stop investing in Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks pretty much is lazy. Pretty much is lazy. Uh-oh. 
Jay Jermaine, my man, thank you for the 10 on the cash app for cooking that Edward warm. Yeah, oh, Lord. see, bruh. This is what happens when you coddle people for too long. Like, we all saw there was a problem, but for years, people let that dude slide and get away with shit. So, hopefully, he learns to leave me the fuck alone moving forward. But let's get into why uh, 50 Cent had to back away from Lloyd Banks. Once again, Lloyd Banks, one of the Easily top three greatest punchline rappers in hip-hop history. I stand on that. The order is debatable, but he's he's top three. Let's go. Another time I sat down with him, just when IG was starting to pop off and tried to drop this gem on him. You got to get on Instagram. I encouraged him. You can be a little awkward in person, so this is actually a better way for you to communicate with people. Nah, I don't want to do what he said. Why not? You can literally put punchlines under your pictures, make some new fans. Nah, that's corny, he told me. Before adding Biggie and Pac didn't do that sh They're dead, my man, I told him. <laughs> they died before this stuff was even invented. And how do you know they wouldn't be posting on IG if they were alive? It was a line of thinking that really blew my mind. It suggested that if Tupac was alive, he'd still be wearing leather vests and red bandanas tied around his head, sending girls his beeper number. Or that Biggie would still be wearing Coogee sweaters, and playing Mortal Kombat 2 every night. It's ridiculous. When Banks made that comment to me, I realized he had gone as far as he can go. In fact, my exact thought was, this is someone I can't invest another minute or dollar in. Ouch. He's dead, my man. He's dead, my man. That's funny. That's sad and hilarious at the same time. Shatira, uh, thank you for the five and the cash. You said, while you were reading. Appreciate it. Thank you, hon. Okay. Now, let's get into a little petty. Can we be petty for about 20 minutes? Can we be petty for 20 minutes? Am I allowed to be petty for 20 minutes? What say you guys? Yeah, Tupac would have been all over social media. Yes, yes. You know, Tupac would have been a whole nother character on, on IG. You know, yeah, he would have had five or six million followers easily, easy. Oh, we can get petty. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right, let's get petty for about 15 to 20 minutes. I'm going to let y'all come to your own conclusions. I'm going to let y'all draw your, your guys' own conclusions. I'm just here to present the stuff to you guys and I'll let you guys draw your own conclusions. Let's go. Oh my God, Mari. Hola. A quality nombre. Oh, Espanol Paquito. Oh, you speak English? Okay. Oh, there. Oh, where are you from? Medellin. Okay, what's up? Okay, this is fifteen minutes of petty. If you're if you're coming late to class, there. They're in Colombia. I'll run it back for you guys. I want everybody to have full context. I won't let you guys draw your own conclusions. I'll let you. 
Pookie and Ray Ray don't have to do shit like this. I'm just, it, it's these regular schmegular guys that just, oh my God, let's run it back. Mommy. Hey, puppy. I mean, she got fake tits, man. She got fake tits, bruh. What is that? I know, I'll, I'll, let's run it back. Oh my God, mommy. Hola. A quality nombre. Oh. Espanol Paquito. Oh, you speak English? Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Hey, Donde eres? Oh, where you from? Medellin. Medellin. Okay, what's up? Are you bringing her home to meet your mother? Are, are you bringing her home to meet your mother? I, I'm just asking, are, are you, are you bringing this woman home? Are you, are you going to marry this woman? Are you going to start a family with this woman? Are you willing to move down to Colombia to be with this woman? Are you going to be monogamous with this woman? Are you going to build a kingdom? Are you going to leave a legacy with this woman? It's just, I just have simple questions. Yes or no? Yes or no? Y'all going to make... Uh, you guys going to create a legacy with this woman? Yes or no? Yes or no? And look at her friend. Like, even her friend was like, nigga, if you don't get the... F Woo! <laughs> when her friend looks at you like this... <laughs> Woo! You feel that heat coming off? You feel the heat coming off from a friend like you filthy roach? <laughs> Are you gonna buy a stove for this woman? This woman, look at the look at her friend like you filthy roach. How dare you approach us? How dare you look at look at the look her friend is giving him. These are prostitutes. Prostitutes. These are prostitutes. Clearly prostitutes. <laughs> mommy, meet mommy. Yeah, these are prostitutes. She's looking like he better have like she don't even want to be bothered. Look at her friend, like, yeah, you can't afford me. I'm just, this is the look they be giving you. Ah, come on, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, this, this, hey, if this is what submission looks like, if this is what submission looks, look at her friend, like, ugh, you filthy animal. Like, look at her. And then she looks back at him, like, ugh, ugh. Oh, and then she's, ooh, she's squinting her eyes. Oh, you see how she squints her? Let's run it back. Let's run it back. You know what? Let's do this. Watch the friend, y'all. Don't look at the girl in the front. Watch the friend. Watch her friend. Mommy. Hola. Uh -uh, uh -uh. A quality nombre. Oh. Uh, bruh. Uh, he got scope with me that night. <laughs> yeah, she was scowling. Okay, let's get to the second cringe moment. Once again, 
you have more examples of non-select men complaining that they're they're non-select. It's let's get to thank. Let's thank uh, Phil the Advice Show. That's super lame. Let's thank Phil the Advice Show for this for this take because now we have something to make fun of. Okay, pay attention to the brother on the right, y'all. Pay attention to the brother on the right. You ready? Let's go. And they'll sit around. I remember like last night I was at work sitting around me and four of the brothers that were sitting around and listening to the sisters talk about that there are not enough good black men around. And we were sitting around looking at each other like, really? Y'all going to just say that with us sitting here? Listen. So many things going on wrong here. And I, I can't give y'all the, the super full context because this is a snippet. But there's no way I'm sitting with my bros and we're listening to black women complain about the lack of good men. We're not out here. We're not going to do that. We're out here fucking on these bitches. Okay. <laughs> Me and my bros are out here smashing and debating if we're going to use condoms. I'm just saying we're not sitting around listening to women rhetoric about there's no good men. I'm like, I don't, we don't have that type of time. Okay. We don't have that type of time. I, I have more things to do than to sit around and listen to women complain about the lack of men. That's not my problem. My problem is how am I going to divvy up all my time amongst these people? Okay. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Thank you. Feel the advice for bringing these non-select dudes on here and showing the world their defeatist mindset. Hey, what are you cooking? But you was trying to clown me earlier for now. You know what? And he's trying to burn the damn house. Y'all donate to the find Super Slot New House Fund. We lost our, ho our home in a fire and uh, help. <laughs> let's let's uh, listen to this man, y'all. Listen to this man sit here and tell him and his bros. Lord have mercy. Okay, let's go. They'll sit around. I remember like last night I was at work sitting around me and four of the brothers that were sitting around and listening to the sisters talk about that there are not enough good black men around. And we were sitting around looking at each other like, really? Y'all going to just say that with us sitting here? But yet yeah, the, but the professional not, black man Right. But yet the professional black man is the problem. Not the fact that our Brother, you got your passport? I am working on that. Man, get your passport and start There's, traveling. Man, the moment you travel and get out of here... And start There's getting some cooperation. You're like, man, I'm good. The passport is not the cure. It's not the cure. It is not a cure. It's a temporary. It's a, what is it? It's, it's like, I don't, it's, it's just a, a it's not a cure. It, once again, it is not a cure. The passport is not a cure. Uh -oh. So you mean to tell me you get a passport and, 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 and where is it at? Let me bring it back. Once again, these women are not impressed. Look at the friend. She already had a stank face. She already seen, she peeped him before her friend peeped him. She already seen the play coming. She already got the, the resting bitch face like this filthy roach is about to approach us, girl, another one. Look at her face. She already sees it coming. 
Okay? Your passport can't fix this. Look at this. Look, your passport can't fix that. You disgust this woman. This is what, this is what a dry vagina looks like. This is what happens when you dry a woman up, when, she, when you don't make her moist. Look at her. Your passport can't fix this. Your passport cannot fix it. Look, look at her face. You filthy N-word. Ew. Don't touch me. Ew. Look at her. Look. Ooh, and she, ooh, and she squints her eyes like, ugh. Girl, you let him touch you? Your passport can't fix this. You know what? Come on. All right. Let's run it back. Let's run it back with these, with these. <laughs> With, the, with these professional men complaining online one more time before we move on to the next nonsense. Sit around. I remember like last night I was at work sitting around me and four of the brothers that were sitting around and listening to the sisters talk about that there are not enough good black men around and we were sitting around looking at each other like really? You, y'all gonna just say that with us sitting here? But yet yeah. the, but the professional not, black man Right. But yet the professional black man is the problem. Not the fact that I said, brother, you got your passport. I am working on that, man. Get your passport and start there's, traveling, man. The moment you travel and get out of here and start getting nothing. some cooperation, you're like, man. And then when you come back, then what happens? And, and Phil, the advice is the last person to even mention anything about a goddamn passport to anybody, right? This man was hiding his Latino wife for how many years until we, until the, the YouTube exposed his Latino wife, right? Remember, he was. The DNA test. Oh, she was. She's a certain percent percentage of black. Knowing damn well that there's a white Latino he's married to, right? Remember that debacle a few years ago, y'all. For all my old heads that remember, feel the advice. We all dragged him for months for basically lying about the ethnicity of his of his white Latino wife, his white Hispanic wife. Okay. Listen, your passport ain't gonna fix what's wrong with you. I don't know what else to, to say. I'm good. It's, I ain't trying to talk to none of y'all. I'm not putting up with none of y'all. Man, please. Yeah, hurry up. Did you yeah. pay for expedited? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can't fix that. I'm sorry. Passport ain't going to fix that, y'all. No diss to, to these brothers, but listen. You have the chosen and you have the non-chosen. That's pretty much it. If women either choose you or they don't, or you get with the women that choose you. So if the seven, eight, nines don't deal with you for whatever reason, find you a nice little four, five, six that cleans up well. And that will wash a little dirty underwear. Problem solved. There's weight classes for a reason. There's heavyweight and there's bantamweight. And they don't belong in each other's weight classes for a very specific reason. Okay. Know your weight class, know your social status, your social lane. Once you identify that part, and listen, there's nothing wrong with shooting for the moon, but be realistic. You have to be realistic, okay? When Obsidian talks about he asked 20 women out to prom, and they all said no, well, I think it's you, brother. Okay, it's the problem is you, not these women. A lot of these guys delude themselves into believing they belong in a, a different social, social status. No. The market tells you what your status is. This ain't rocket science. The dating market tells you of your status. 
And if you're not in it, you find another market to compete in. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's get in. What's, what's, Lord, him. can't help these dudes. Can't help them. Let's see what else I want to get into. What do I want to get? Well, you know what? This is what these dudes wish. Let's go back to, let's take a, a trip back down memory lane. This is what these dudes online wish they could say in front of their wives. Okay. Tell me, please, who is the boss of your house? I'm the boss. What do you think? You're his wife, are you? <laughs> what do you say? I said, who is the boss? Who is the boss? My of husband. <laughs> what is your nationality? Greek. I'm Greek. Is it always that way in Greek households, the husband is the boss? Yes. Don't the women, the wives, have anything to say about it? No. <laughs> this is what they're after. And they're not going to get it. Okay? They're not going to get it. This is what they're chasing. It's not going to happen for a lot of y'all. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen for a, a good portion of y'all. Okay? This is what they're seeking. They wish they could say this shit. Not only online, but in front of their women. Right? B! Come here. I said, come here. I'm going to ask you a question. And depending on your answer, depends on you get thrown through a window or not. Who runs the household? Yes, he's not getting no sex tonight. That's how I control the household. Through sex? <laughs> Anywho, let's run this back. Tell me, please, who is the boss of your house? I'm the boss. What do you think? You're his wife, are you? <laughs> what did you say? I said, who is the boss? Who is the boss? My of husband. <laughs> My husband. My husband. What is your nationality? Greek. I'm Greek. Is it always that way in Greek households? The husband. What's up? That depends on what. Now you want to stip. You want to put. Now you want a, a definition of what runs the household means. Any other time. But you're the. Hu no, no. This is the funny part between me and her. If I go out, right, if I go out, then it's like, but you're my husband. And any other time is like, yeah, right, exactly. The functionality of running the house, cooking, cleaning. No, you do that. I don't do that shit. Okay, so who has final say? Um, what, like, that guy? See, that's, I guess that's, yeah, the domestic shit. I don't do that shit. I, don't. I know you don't. Okay, who has final say when it comes to finances? I'm sorry, who? I do. Okay, you can go. Thank you. All right. So when it comes to the monies, I, I have the final say. So, but she can, all the cooking and cleaning shit, I that's her. That's her. That's her lane. I don't mess with her. Okay. All right. The boss? Yes. Don't the women, the wives, have anything to say about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what these niggas out here chasing. And you're never going to get it. 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 Never. That was cute. I thought that was cute. Um, 
just going through the comments. I'm just going through the comments. All right. Okay, so the script. If you believe in scripts or not, apparently the script has leaked for the Super Bowl. Apparently, apparently the script has leaked. Apparently, the script has leaked. Take this with a huge grain of salt. But apparently, the script has been leaked. They even give you the scoring patterns for the quarters. They even give you... The quarterly breakdown scoring. Take this with a huge grain of salt. Okay. Now everything is pretty much based on numerology. The numbers have to add up. Um, I'm sure they have a couple different scenarios to, to come up with, to create and get the final outcomes. But the numbers are very, very important. Okay. Now, once again, take this with a huge grain of salt. Even if, let's say, the first two quarters are accurate, that's proof enough for me. Okay. I- I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying. I-, I would say this. I would say, I would say, do this. Take down all the notes. Okay. The actual start time, 3.37. That, that's pretty specific. Write down the, the quarter scores. That's pretty specific. And if any of this shit more than likely matches up, you know, this, this, is, uh, this is very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I listen. I watch wrestling. I watch WWE. I know it's all whatever, but still, I I'm entertained. I'm entertained nonetheless. Okay, I'm entertained nonetheless. Yes, place two bets. So take this with a huge grain of salt. But I I would say, if those first two quarters. Or exactly like this. There you go. There you go. Okay. That's the first kind of a clue. But then you still have people online that actually look at everybody else like, oh, sports isn't rigged. Like you still have a a good amount of people that believe sports is not rigged. Okay. You have more people that believe sports is not rigged than you do. You have people that believe that sports is rigged. Where's Big Pontiac at? Big Pontiac's in the house. I'm sorry, big dog. I didn't see you. My bad. My bad. I know you're in here somewhere. Shout out to Big Pontiac. He's like, he's been the champion of the rig sports arena for years. So that this is his lane. But if these first two quarters paint out the way it does, you already know what time it is. <laughs> Even if it went viral, um, once again, I'm sure they have some backup plans to make sure the numbers come out to, to where they need it to be. You know, but then once again, why would it matter if the script got leaked out anyway? 
this is not going to hurt the NFL. I don't think. You know? I mean, our Philly, our, our Philly folks going to be like, well, we're not going to celebrate because we know it was scripted. No, y'all going to set your streets on fire. Even if Philly fans found out it's all fake, Philly fans are still going to turn over cars. You're going to bust out some storefront windows. You're going to set some shit on fire. All for a, a fake sport, right? Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. That's my first thing. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, the perfect example is the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys every year, like clockwork, implode. So it's not about winning the championships. Jerry Jones, don't let that man fool you. How is your team one of the most valued sports teams in the world and y'all can't win for shit? How does that make sense? Right? Every year Dallas gives you a soap opera and y'all tune in and you Dallas fans, y'all come online, start crying like legit real tears. Where You know what? Let me find a clip of the old man who was crying when Dallas lost. Let's do that. It was an old black man. It was an old black man. After Dallas lost, he was crying. He's like, I ain't going to do this no more with them. I, I ain't going to. He was legit crying tears after they lost. I was like, are you kidding me, old man? Old black man. Dallas Cowboys lost. He was legit crying. Man, I wish I, I knew I should have. I knew I should have. Downloaded that shit. I know I wasn't the only one that seen it. It was an older black man. Older black man. And this man was legitimate crying. He was like, I ain't gonna do this with them anymore. I can't do this anymore with them. Like he was crying. He was crying. Let me, oh, let me show you what I'm looking at. Let me pull up what I'm looking at. So let's look, let's look for it together. No, it's just not him. It's not him. I'll know when I see it. It was an older black man. And he was like, I ain't gonna do this with him no more. I ain't gonna do this with him no more. I can't. I can't. I was like, bruh, it ain't, it ain't never that serious. Um, blues to the Eggles. Oh, man. Uh, I, some told me to download that shit. Some told me to download it. Has anybody seen that clip with the older black man? He was crying. He's like, I can't do this with him no more. I, I ain't gonna do this with him no more. It was the saddest thing ever. I knew I should have downloaded that shit, man. Damn. Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's look up. All right, let's try something different. Sad shit. Sad Dallas Cowboys fans.
Damn it, y'all. <laughs> Man, somebody seen it. I know I wasn't the only one. Somebody seen it. Somebody seen it. It was an older black man. And he was like, I'm sick of this, y'all. I ain't going to do this with them no more. I ain't going to do this with them no more. I was like, oh, no. You still have the majority of people that believe this shit is real. That's why I say if the script did leak out, if this is legit, it doesn't matter. Because you have enough people that still believe in this shit. You know? Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. You know, okay, let's do this. Dallas Cowboys, Eagles. Because I really want to find that clip of that old of that old black man. Yeah, listen, if anybody sees it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Because this old man legit had tears in his eyes. And he's like, I can't, I can't do this with him no more. I can't. This is my last time. I was like, oh, no. He said, this is last time with him, y'all. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Anywho, getting back to my point, Dallas Cowboys, one of the most high, you know, one of the most highly valued teams in the world, sports teams in the world, and they can't win for shit. That, t- that should tell you everything. Not about winning the, the championship. Okay? <sighs> nope, I can't find it. It's somewhere out here in, in in the internet on the internet. Yeah, I heard the, the, the J Prince. Let's yeah, let's let's check these niggas out. Let's go see. Let's go see. Let's go see. Million dollars. We're gonna talk. Let's go down to fifth ward. Uh, million dollar worth a game. Let's go see what these niggas talking about. Let's see what these niggas talking about. And why is it that? A high percentage of things that take place that might go wrong in this city. Why is mob ties and rap a lot always blamed? Uh-oh. Man, you know, all of my life, damn near in this game, that been the case. You know what I mean? It's almost like I, I view, uh, I view our, bland, our, our brand like a, a Nike brand in the streets. You know, everybody wear it. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's something proud to to wear and feel good about. But, you know, all of those, everybody's, and I, and I done a post, say everybody with us ain't one of us. You know what I mean? Everybody wear that hat, wear that attire. You know, don't, you can't give them to me. You know, you can't give all these people that wear Nike and, and may go shoot up, bang, bang, or whatever in, in Nike attire. Y'all don't try to give it to Phil Knight, whatever that dude name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So don't, don't try to give me that shit, but they do. You know what I mean? And uh, I learned to accept the things that I can't change, change the things that I can, and have the wisdom to know the difference. You know what I mean? Because, you know, with us and with the success that we have attained for so many years brings about uh, a certain jealousy and envy and all that kind of shit with it, man, until, you know, it's uh, like a snowball effect where, you really can't stop it. You know what I mean? You know, I give you a story my 114-year-old great-grandmother gave me. She said, people are going to say what they want to say. You just don't let it be so. So I live that life of just not letting it be so. Mm. 
This episode of Million Dollars Perfect Game is also brought to uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My great-grandmama, when she was 114 years old, told me, Son, don't hurt them. Don't you do it, son. Okay, Grandma. Get through the ads. Hurry up, run through the ad. Hurry up. Let's get back to this interview. Okay, let's hurry up and get through the interview. Come on. Waiting for the ad, y'all. Just waiting for the ad. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Kayana, hey. Thank you for the 200 Super Chat. Sheba Dog shaking his body from left to right, surrounded by red hearts. Also, Farron, hun, thank you for the 700 Cash App. Let's see what they're talking about. The pre-break concert by Wiz Khalifa. So you know he's going to be in there black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, okay, doing his thing. So tell him where they could get the tickets at. Oh, okay, still promoting the ad, okay. These guys are horrible pitchmen. Jeez. I'm sorry, y'all. They're horrible pitchmen. Okay, let's go, let's go. Let's get back to it. From from the Prince family standpoint, what's the worst? What's what is what is the when you when you get into feelings, what's the worst feeling that y'all had that from what happened that night? Like what's what's the what's the what what eats at y'all the most of what happened that night? Other than take off here, yeah, losing his life. I don't let me just say this. I don't think uh, I heard you say other than that, but that's that's at the top. You know what I mean? He he lost his life. Other than that, the worst thing to me is this clown that came here. I, I wish he I wish he wouldn't have never came with uh, with Quavo. I, w- I wish he wouldn't have never brought this nigga into Houston because he can't think. Who is he talking about? You know what I mean? He this whole root of everything happening is from his actions. Who are we talking and about? To be frank, honest about the situation, I wish that bullet would have hit him instead of takeoff because he was the one that deserved that. You know what Who? I mean? Takeoff didn't deserve that. You know, so that's the worst thing that I could think of because if he don't make that move, then the night is everybody still here and live to see another day. And you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's bubbly it and lovey dubby. Right, you know, and I and I understand that you know the takeoff situation is the most important thing. You know what I mean? But I'm saying, you know, other than that, from 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 the Prince standpoint, it might be like that that it ever even was possible that it could happen. So they blaming DJ Pat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, no, real clearly, and uh, you know, as I said, man, the root. You know, everybody, even the police department, even the police department. Want to get around the root of what really happened. Okay, now, so what happened? There's a law that goes on around the world where if me and you go rob a bank and, you know, the police or somebody is shooting, trying to protect that bank, right, and, and hit some innocent person, who you think get that charge? 
the bank robber person that shot that innocent person or the root of the situation that was robbing that bank the root okay that's what we're dealing with right here you know what I mean this this dude is the root of this shit you know what I mean and and from what I done read in this police report you know where he's you know um Killing on everything he can tell on jazz, and you know what I mean. He moving on to say he was trying to be robbed, and man, don't nobody who want to rob. You know them little dudes. The last thing they would have done was violated and tried to rob Quavo. Me and Quavo then walked in the hood of Fifth Ward. Me, him, and Jazz by ourselves in the whole hood, and when by the time we hit a few corners. Okay, who? But but here's the problem: who is, whose people did DJ Pat belong to? Once again, you have a successful DJ that has multiple businesses and decides to just really just throw it all away to shoot and kill, uh, Quavo or uh, whoever the fuck. I, I figure which one. You know what I'm saying? Like this: whose whose people did, does DJ Pat belong to? Like we come on, just don't make come on, y'all. We had a hundred plus walking with us. You know what I mean? So he know firsthand. What no? That's like a lie to justify that dumb shit that he done. And you know that's that's just the root of the shit, man. I, if I could change it, I would change it. If I was God, I would have reached and grabbed and stopped the bullet from if hitting I was God, I'd the loved one because I, I love him that much. You know what I mean? But I was in a bed sleep. Just to um, just to elaborate on that, man. Um, I think like I spoke before and said that the biggest thing is just me thinking about that whole night and that whole situation to where, like you guys spoke on, how so many speak about the family, how one should have been controlled, why it happened, this and that and another. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're not God. You know what I'm saying? But we believe in him. We don't fear no man. You know what I'm saying? Because we follow him. Y'all believe this bullshit. So once again, who was D, who, whose camp did DJ Pat belong to? If he was such a fuck nigga, why was he allowed to be at the event and the venue to begin with? You mean to tell me this dude, you know, beat a, a prior shooting because in self defense, and pretty much for the most part doesn't bother or didn't bother anybody, was never really a problem. But all of a sudden that night he just decided to say, you know what? The hell with it. I'm going to shoot this nigga to death and just throw my entire life away because of what? Right? I, I was in the bed sleep. If I was God, I'd have took that bullet and I'd have put that bullet in that, in that fool over there. And take off still be with us today. God is my witness. <laughs> First and foremost, you know, and personally, this nigga talk. Respect. You know what I'm saying? Cause we I don't want to hear you talk. See the way that my family Uh-oh. is being betrayed. You know what I'm saying? Behind someone that we care about Nigga, you and love also as brothers. That's the disrespect. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want to enlighten the world. Let them know y'all got y'all got it messed up. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Cause we messed up about this too. You know what I'm saying, me? And all respect to take off family. You know what I'm saying? His loved ones. We love them and respect them too. 
know what I'm saying? So it's like one hour was took that night. You know what I'm saying, man? Like, bro, say behind this clown, man. Yo, y'all. We don't move like that. See, in the comments, you know what I'm saying? When we say move, we move. Even when one leg move that way, the other leg gonna move that way. Look at the comments, y'all. We don't have no out of bounds clown shit going on in our shit. family. <laughs> this nigga came down here and he was out of line. And he Nobody stepped out of bounds, man. Nobody without knows. permission. Quavo told me, after I told him, I said, nephew, stop talking about basketball. Leave it alone. He said, Unc, you right. Let's go. Because I don't want to do nothing to one of these niggas before I do some of these niggas. This dude took upon himself to go trying to violate people that didn't violate nobody. That was sitting there on Wasn't exchanging words. Wasn't being disrespectful. He just decided he wanted to be a bully that night and prove something to someone I don't know. Cause I probably because he's the biggest guy out there. I don't know what it was. But we started walking off. Y'all believe this? You know what I'm saying? Capadonna. Didn't nobody in the family violate nobody. This is funny as hell. A man is going to defend himself. So I can't tell a man not to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even see that coming. You know, as soon as he made his move and struck an individual, I'm like, what you doing? So, but everything happened like that. But they, yo, he's your people. And I didn't see no gun in his hand. Because I would have spoke on that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see that till Clippins after the fact that he's already standing up. So he already had his mind on something that shouldn't have been. You see what I'm saying? But it wasn't something that we could control, see coming, stop, or none of that because it wasn't one of ours. You're not of us because if you was of us, it wouldn't have never happened. Let, let me just say this. I'm going gonna, gonna to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to predict in less than five years that Gilly and Wallow break up. I'm watching Wallow's mannerisms and his demeanor through this entire interview. And why am I saying this? Because I believe that Wallow deep down inside does not want to engage in this nonsense that takes place behind the scenes. Gilly is with it. Okay. This is Gilly's last shot to be good at anything. Wallow, I don't see Wallow be like, nah, I'm, I, I, give it five years. They'll, they're going to split up because Wallow ain't going to want to be doing with this dumb shit. I, I can tell you guys, right, I'm looking at him right now during this interview. We, we, this, this is bullshit. And he's just sitting here like, this is bull. I know when, when a nigga's like, this is bullshit. Just watch, watch Wallow's reaction. Gilly is down for whatever. Wallow, not so much. In less than five years, Wallow, they're going to split up. And, yes, I've been saying that Wallow has been outgrown Gilly. Clearly, Wallow is the mature one, the enlightened one, uh, the one of knowledge of of true self. He is the self-actualized one. Gilly is the buffoon. Okay? Gilly is the coon, the buffoon, always bucking his eyes and all the dumb. Wallow, that's not Wallow. Okay? Because Wallow been through some real shit. Gilly, not so much. All right, let's continue. But watch, just watch Wallow's re- reactions to, to this. He's not down with this shit. He knows his bullshit. You stepped out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? And, and if, they, if they listen to that tape real good, they can hear the little homie. They can hear the little homie saying, man, if you took that wrong, I apologize. 
this is this is what the Lahoma was was telling Quavo. Man, I apologize if you took that wrong. I was just talking about basketball. You know how humble can you be after after apologizing like that? A nigga gonna hit him with a pistol? 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 Hey, man, you know, like I say, under no circumstances did takeoff deserve what he got. But boy, look at here, that other clown. Hey, man. That's but what that, he's y'all peoples. You keep uh, people keep talking about, you know. See, and I'm look at Wallow. Wallow is deeply affected by this. Even though this is above Wallow's pay grade, listen, nobody touches takeoff without Q and P's permission. Wallow's not there yet. They haven't brought him all the way to the back room just yet. You know what I'm saying? He ain't had to sit in the coffin just yet. He's still kind of green with all this. You know, he's like, oh, my hard work and dedication got me this far. He ain't there just yet, y'all. He ain't there just yet. Gilly is down for what the fuck ever, okay? I'm just speaking on it because it's, they keep attaching it to y'all name and y'all brand and what y'all build. Keep talking about Dice King. Reverend's in this situation. Reverend's in this uh, Duke the Jeweler situation. Uh, people keep speaking of that. And to Duke the Jeweler... Rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. I don't know the brother, but I know he came down here. Yeah. Things transpired. I don't have no knowledge of it, but to keep talking about this dice game type shit. Yeah. Can you elaborate? Can y'all elaborate on dice game when it's tied to y'all? Now, while I was asking questions that a regular person on the outside would ask, okay, while I was asking questions that a regular person that doesn't have the knowings of the of the of the ongoings and stuff. That's what the general public would ask these very questions. So it kind of it kind of lets me know that they he, he ain't all the way in just yet. They just showed him a little bit here and there, but he's still kind of kind of green to all this, right? And his questioning his questioning tell you know tells me that that's not a bad thing. I'm I'm just saying. I mean, I know people were associating me with that Duke Jula situation because I went to Labusi pool party. And he happened to be there, and he happened to be standing now, on me. I mean, right next to him. About Duke the jeweler. The truth is, I never met him before. I had no idea who he is. I didn't even know he was a jeweler until after his passing. And then the night of that game isn't the night that he got killed. He got killed leaving Boosie concert the next night because somebody tried to rob him. So, you know, the internet play internet games. But this is a situation with a dude that I didn't even know. I didn't know his name. I had no knowledge of him. I, I ain't know he was from Chicago. I ain't know he was a jeweler until social media started trying to point a finger because he was standing next to me. And, that, and it's just unfortunate that something transpired after another dice game. What are the odds of somebody, you, you attain a certain position in life, certain status, you're not going to have people next to you that you don't know who they are, okay? Even in, in the hood, you attain a certain hood status, hood rank, um, you know what I'm saying? Hood standing. You're just not going to have regular random people that you don't know stand next to you in whatever public event. It just doesn't work like that, y'all. Okay? Unknowns don't get, don't get opportunities to stand next to known people. That just does not happen. Okay? All right. But neither incidents had anything to do with a dice game. Yeah, you know, you know niggas going to gamble, man. You know what I mean? It's... You know, all around the world, you know, people gamble, people do different things, man. And 
that shit was happening before we were born. It's going to be happening after we die. You know what I mean? But, like, I know a little something concerning that situation, too. And, you know, from what I understand, it wasn't even no robbery. The man had all his jewelry on. You know what I mean? So that's some Chicago business. Everybody pay attention you know I mean? to and I, I, I hate chat. for people to blame shit on, on, on my niggas here in, in, in Texas. In Everybody down pay attention no to their chat. On none of that. Okay. You know I mean, but they quick to try and blame it on us first, and then they'll take it everywhere else. But pay attention to their chat. What is the uh, oh, they hit me? Oh, they what hit is me the meaning, it? the definition of mob ties? Movement of bosses together in elevated structure. Mm. Ain't that powerful? I never, I never knew. No, I never heard it yeah. that way. Basically, our goal is say that one more time. Movement of bosses mm-hmm. together in elevated structure. Mm-hmm. Movement of bosses okay. together uh, in elevated structure. <laughs> you know what I mean? All these related. You know, all this here, these, these bosses. This here, that's, all that's, boss brands. That's Drake. Uh-huh. Carl Crawford, fifteen oh one. That's Megan Boss. Uh huh. <laughs> ties. You know, finesse, honeycomb, and then the one and only. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one and only, the, the motherfucker that broke the doors down. Yeah. Oh, good. Absolutely, man. But it's you know I, I love that name, man, and I wanna I wanna talk about that for a minute because you know the enemy wanna make belittle us to gain gain conversation and and all that small shit and that ain't what I put in him from a boy you know mm-hmm. what I mean from from a babe I didn't put no no all that weak shit in him you know what I mean he has an entrepreneurial mind this is something right. that he dreamed you know what I mean he been dreaming blood sweat and tears went into his name and it wasn't on no negative bullshit that they try to paint the portrait on y'all pay so now you know the move you, you know the know the yeah, meaning you know what I mean a movement of bosses you know what I mean a movement of bosses if you don't remember the rest just remember a movement of bosses and if you qualify let's ride now let me see I got I, you know, I got jazz. time how do, how, you know jazz not here to speak but how did jazz feel I got you know, time knowing they was coming down here for him yeah yeah jazz man was heartbroken man because you know Quavo them came down because jazz was having a a surprise jazz prince day the city of Houston was giving him his day and Quavo and jazz is you know like tight tight you know so he was coming down to su- support his brother and uh <laughs> You know, be there for him on a, on a moment like that. So you can only imagine, you know, you know how he feel. And then the other piece was, you know, he even tried to get him to leave with him because Jazz was he wasn't there when everything took place, but he was there earlier. And he tried he asked Quavo to leave with him, but the homies wanted to stay and hang out, you know, which was you know a noble thing to do. You know, not thinking all this shit. Niggas like to party, like to have fun. Uh, uh, so he he decided to stay, but he was heartbroken by this shit, man. You know, he was heartbroken and all the way up until this day. How do you, uh, it was a lengthy uh, police report. Yeah. Um, by the guy that was mainly involved with the situation. And uh, how do you feel about things that were said in that police report? Man, you know, if, uh, if Gila would be so nice to just read some of this police report, just some of the things so the people won't. Uh-oh, okay, 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 okay. This is interesting now. Now they want to bring out police reports. This is interesting. Oh, academics is in there. What do you, what do you say? Dog, we finna go crazy tomorrow. Yes, we are, yeah, everybody's going to go crazy and pick this shit apart. So let's see what it says in the um, police report. Because my, my, my vision's pretty good. It says, Affidavit and Detective Watson later interviewed Willie Bland, who admitted to firing a weapon on the scene. 
though he said he did not know the caliber of the weapon. Wait, okay, wait. Wait a minute, y'all. Uh, don't worry, we're going to get back to this. But I, I, this makes no fucking sense. What are the odds of you handling a firearm? You don't, you, you, don't, you don't know the caliber of the firearm that you're handling. Especially if... Okay, you know what? If it makes sense to y'all, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Oh, you know what? I can blow it up, huh? Let's do that. Let's blow it up. Full screen. Okay, better. Much better. Okay. Um, he stated that he had seen the two males we had identified as Joshua and Watkins throughout the evening and that he had seen them with guns. He said he was watching them both when Quavo was arguing with them just before the shooting. And as Quavo turned and walked away, he believed that Joshua said something and began pulling a gun. So he reached out and punched him. He thought that the males were about to try and rob Quavo. Willie said he then shoved the other male when he saw him coming toward him and heard gunfire erupt around him. He believed it was probably Cameron Joshua shooting at him. So he began shooting at Cameron Joshua. Holy cow. Video showed that Joshua ran back inside the bowling alley and that he was armed with a handgun, but there is no video evidence showing him firing a gun. In fact, it appeared that he was running away into the bowling alley when the gunshots began. Three gunshots were fired into the bowling alley from Willie Bland's position in the direction where Cameron Joshua ran. In affidavit's opinion, these shots could not have caused the injuries to the deceased victim or the living victims due to the shooting angles, position of the parties, and the victim's injuries. So who's the fucking shooter, y'all? In affidavit's opinion, the video evidence supports Bland's statement regarding his actions before, during, and after the shooting. Willie Bland also told affidavit that he ran from the scene on foot until he got into the, the intersection of Main Street and Leland in downtown Houston. He said he used his cell phone to call for a ride from the rideshare service lift and that he went straight to the airport to fly back to Atlanta where he is from. Willie waiting on the lift... He stated he put his handgun inside of a large flower pot behind the luxury apartments located at 1625 Main. He took us to the to that location and we found an empty hole in one of the flower pots. We also obtained surveillance from the apartments and records from Lyft that show he he was picked up at that location, but they never said they recovered the firearm. Let's continue. We obtained the records of Willie Bland's lift ride via subpoena and learned that his lift driver was local resident Michael Montate, Montante. The lift records showed that he was driven to Will William Hobby Airport, but the flight records we had obtained for Willie Bland showed that he had flown back to Atlanta, GA, from George Bush Intercontinental Airport. Affiliate uh, uh, Affiant uh, spoke with Montante. And he advised Affiant that he had picked up a male matching Willie Bland's description on the night in question and had driven him to Hobby Airport. However, he said that the male then realized that he was supposed to go to Bush Airport. So he asked Montante to allow him to change it to charge his cell phone and began calling for a ride. Montante said he 
He waited with Willie Bland for approximately 20 minutes until someone in an unknown truck arrived to pick him, which is Bland, up. He said that Willie Bland left with whomever was driving the vehicle. Flight records show that Willie Bland flew back to Atlanta later that afternoon from Bush Airport. Uh, Affiant believes that Michael Montante provided credible and reliable information regarding the the investigation. Okay. Based on his statement, Willie Bland admitted to firing a weapon at the scene and then tampering with evidence by taking his weapon from scene and concealing it in a flower pot several blocks away before fleeing the area and then leaving the static or the state, the state, sorry. It also appears that he was not entirely truthful about his lift ride because he never told Affiant that he had called for an additional ride from someone he knew after going to the wrong airport. Willie Bland provided us with his phone number. Uh, the lift records also showed the same number for him on the night of the shooting using the uh, ELEP portal, a reliable law enforcement database for obtaining cell carrier information. Affiant learned that the cell carrier for that number was T-Mobile. Uh, Affiant knows through training and experience along with common everyday use that cell phones are indispensable for living in this modern age. Based on training and experiences, Affiant is aware that uh, a vast majority of the population carries at least one cell phone on or about their person. Additionally, the Supreme Court of the United States and various other federal and state courts have recognized that cell phones have become essential to life as modern society. Nearly three quarters of smartphones use uh, users report with being within five feet of their phones most of the time. Okay, and it's talking about cell phones. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. Okay, that's what. He gave him to read. Okay. I'm so sorry, but I, I had to read that. I, I'm, this is riveting. This is riveting. Let's continue. I don't think I'm making up words. You know, it, I think it'll be helpful. All right. Let me see. So Willie Bland, who admitted to firing a weapon at the scene, he stated that he's seen the two males he had identified as Joshua and Watkins throughout the evening, that he had seen them with guns. He believed that Joshua said something and began pulling the gun, so he reached and punched him. He thought that males were about to try and rob Quavo. Now, now we can just stop right there. And, and let me just explain that little piece, how I feel about that bullshit. Now, now clearly, again, even this they bland noticed, dude and gave a police report let me, let me stop that he's seen. Even in the comments, they noticed that Wallow was as, as deeply upset. Wallow was not down with this. Wallow was still green. Wallow doesn't understand how this, this shit works. This is above Wallow's pay grade. Gilly is down with whatever. Once again, give it five years. These guys are splitsville. Okay? All right, let's continue. And these two guys with guns earlier. But these are the same two guys that he decided he was going to punch with his gun out and hit them with a gun. What do you think going to happen? You know what I mean? You, you, you seen these niggas with guns and you going to hit them? You know, these people, these same guys that he's talking about, man, if any enemy would have came in their direction, they'd have had some problems. But as you can see, this clown saw that and decided, I'm going to try them two guns with my one. And then he, he tell a blatant lie about they getting ready to rob Quavo. And Lord knows if anybody, any of them people would have tried to rob or touch Quavo, it was going to be some, some real problems. So that's just not true. You want me to finish reading? Yeah, yeah, might as well. Let's let him know how. He, this dude, here's what he's doing, uh, Gilly. This dude right here is running back in Atlanta getting on the real niggas. So we have to get him a million dollars worth of game 
let them know, now this is what he's doing out here in, in Houston. Mm. Now, if he's running up under y'all and, and you embrace him, that's on y'all. But I can't, I can't hide it from him. I want him to know. <laughs> yeah. And I know y'all them kind of people, so let, let, let them know. Um, uh, he believed it was probably Cameron Joshua shooting at him. So he began shooting at Cameron Joshua. Video showed that Joshua ran back inside the bowling alley. But there is no video evidence showing up firing a gun. Now, just this little piece of, 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 of who he's saying, this when he put my son's name in his mouth. From right here? A large black male. Okay, okay. Now, let me read this part of it. Now, once again, in this police report, it states that they don't have video surveillance of Cameron Joshua, a.k.a. DJ Pat, of firing a firearm. And it even says in the report that given the trajectory of, of the victims, whatever, the angles didn't match up. It couldn't have come from what they said uh, Cameron Joshua was doing because it said it appeared he was running out of the bowling alley. This, oh, this is deep. Well, let me read this. Yo, let me read this. this is, shut up. Are you laughing at me? She's laughing at me because I'm so excited. This is crazy. Yo, let, let me let me full screen it. Okay, so let me read the rest of this. Okay, okay, okay. Mm, okay, the video evidence show two different males firing weapons from different directions during the incident. Uh, Affiant reviewed a lab report created by firearms examiner R. Hokano of the Houston Forensic Science Center, which stated that all nine of the 40 caliber casings had been fired from a single weapon and the nine millimeter casing from a different weapon. This was consistent with the video evidence showing only two men firing guns. The video showed that a large black male who appeared to be associated with the victim's group was one of the men firing a gun. However, the angle of the gunshots and his physical position were not consistent with the bullets that could have caused that could have ceased the injuries to curse Nick Ball. The angle and locations of the injuries could not, in my opinion, have been fired by this person. Okay. So that's. Quavo's people firing back. So it wasn't friendly fire. So he excuses that narrative. He dismisses the friendly fire. Okay, let's continue. Further review of the various videos showed that the victim's fellow group member, Quavius Marshall, a.k.a. Quavo, had been arguing with two young black males, one small male wearing a yellow hoodie sweatshirt, later identified as Cameron Joshua. Okay, that's right. That's not DJ Plant. Okay, my bad, DJ Pat. Cameron was the, the, the initial shooter that we all thought, the little dark skin, the little bad one. The one that has a, a long ass record. Okay. We thought it was him initially. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. And a larger male wearing a white or light tan hoodie uh, sweatshirt later identified as Christopher Watkins. Video evidence obtained showed that Quavo and those two younger men had all been involved in a dice game inside the bowling alley and that they were arguing outside because the two young men had won money in the game. A large black male with the victims group later identified as Willie Bland is they're seen either striking or punching or pushing these two individuals. We interviewed Willie Bland, who admitted to firing a weapon at the scene, though he said he did not know the caliber of the weapon, which makes no damn sense. But let's continue. Uh, he stated that he had seen the two males we had, we had identified as Joshua and Watkins throughout the evening and that he had seen them with guns. He said he was watching them both when Quavo was arguing with them just before the shooting. And as Quavo turned and walked away, he believed that Joshua said something and began pulling a gun. So he reached out and punched him. He thought 
that the males were about to try and rob Quavo. Willie uh, said he then shoved the other male when he saw him coming toward him and heard gunfire erupt around him. He believed it was probably Cameron Joshua. That's little. That little. What was his, what's his, what's his nickname? I forget his nickname. His daddy's mob ties. A little dark skin one, with, like I said, with the criminal jacket. All right. Uh, he probably caught Cameron Joshua shooting at him. So he began shooting at Cameron Joshua. Video showed that Joshua ran back inside the bowling alley and that he was armed with a handgun. But there is no evidence. Okay, once again. Okay, so we read all this. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Okay, Sergeant Watson. Okay. Okay, here we go. Sergeant Watson also found that Michael Prince, the person depicted as the user of the account, was also seen on numerous surveillance videos and cell phone videos as being present during the party, the dice game, and the shooting. Affiant believes that the contents of this account constitute evidence of the offense of murder, as it may include stories posted by the account depicting uh, events leading up to the party, namely Quavo, Willie, and Jazz Prince, and a vehicle with a gun shortly. Okay, we saw that because I posted that shit. I remember it was riding around with the guns. Okay, okay. Affiant believes, based on Willie Bland's statement, that he obtained a gun but that he fired in this incident from Jazz Prince. Therefore, any photos or videos depicting this part of the night are relevant to this investigation. Affiant believes that the events depicted in this uh, Instagram story uh, occurred just before the party, which is directly relevant to the dice game and the shooting. Affiant further believes that other stories or archive stories that are no longer uh, viewable may be included in the account contents, which may depict or other portions of the party or the shooting due to the account owner's presence during these events wow 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 okay let me see let me see um okay willie bland further stated that he initially obtained a gun that he discharged from jazz prince who was hosting the group including willie takeoff and quavo while they visited houston willie stated that he had asked jazz for a gun and jazz provided him with one that was in his truck Okay, are you not entertained? Let's continue. If the victim's group later identified as Willie Bland is seen either striking or... No, no, no. Let's go to Paul Wade say who gave my gun and all that. Okay, gave gun. Willie Bland further stated he initially obtained the gun that he discharged from Jazz Prince, who was hosting the group, including Willie Takeoff and Quavo, while they visited Houston. Willie stated that he had asked Jazz for a gun and Jazz provided him with one that was in the truck. Now, listen at that. Now, Quavo, as I stated, is Jazz's brother. So, of course, Jazz don't mind making sure, you know, the homie got some heat because we understand that what goes on, right? But uh, now you got this clown, you know, and I don't know how it ended up in his hand, you know, but it ended up in his hand. This clown is saying somebody want to rob him that gave him a gun. Why would you give a man a gun and try to rob him? You know what I mean? This shit just don't add up and make sense, man, is, is what I'm getting to. And I'm just trying to get people to, to realize how big a damn fool this dude here is. And now he's ratting all over the place and, and, and ran back and, you know, and bus, bus shots and ran to the airport and ran his ass back immediately. You know what I mean? He didn't care nothing about the homie take off. As soon as he done that, he went straight to the airport and, and tore ass home. But I'm going to leave you with all this paperwork and you can look at it later on. <laughs> Well, leave me with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> leave you with all that, all this rat shit. 
<laughs> Y'all going to Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I love about million dollars with the game because, you know what I mean, we ain't about that fake shit and we're going to let it be known, whatever it is. You know what I mean? You know, let that shit, definitely when it comes to these rats, we can't protect them kind of individuals. I'm going to say this, like, Uh-oh. I think we're we living in a town and a hip-hop culture where it's though. A lot of us, um, as we move around, we got to be more level-minded. Yeah. We got to use security. Uh, we got to communicate with each other. And I think we just got to be more respectful of one another. And we got to be thankful for the opportunities that hip-hop has provided us with. Um, there's a lot of brothers out here on the ground that wish they had the opportunities. A lot of dudes are taking penitentiary chances every day to take care of their family, to take care of their kids. But then there's a lot of brothers that don't have to no more. And they out, you know, they in a better situation. And I just want to say this to a lot of people, man. Uh, if you ain't a street nigga, don't wait till you get some rap money, get millions of dollars and become one. Mm. Because what's happening is, you know, and this ain't got nothing to do with this situation right yeah. here, but what I'm seeing in the rap culture is that a lot of dudes was in the neighborhood. Only thing they did was rap. They even played sports, they rap. But soon as they got the millions and they got a bunch of dudes that's in the street that now going to listen to them because they want to go for the ride, they want to get taken care of, they want to get broke off, now they become this ultimate street nigga. Uh, they talk to people crazy. They carry themselves crazy. They on social media talking gangster shit. Any real dude that ever operated outside of the law did penitentiary time or didn't go to the penitentiary was in the street game, ducking the police, ducking the stick-up man, ducking the killers, ducking all the bullshit. They not trying to be no street nigga. They waiting for the, 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 the nearest opportunity to get out the game. The real cats that really go through this shit because they know what they're up against. So why do y'all guys wait till y'all get millions of dollars and want to be tough-ass street Once again, Wallow cares. Wallow's spent 20 years behind bars. Different mindset. He, you know, wishes to never go back to that situation and want, does not want to see other black men go through that. Once again, he's still green when it comes to this, bu- this business that he's in. And um, it clearly shows by his demeanor, reactions, and his speech. All right? Like I said, that's not a bad thing. It's just eventually you're going to see, they're going to show you what time it is, and you're not going to like what you see. But let's continue. Somebody knew somebody in the camp, but y'all can make a call, and y'all can sit there and really talk on some real grown man shit. Yeah. And let me say this, man. To all the rappers out here, all the athletes that's made it, do me a favor, man. Stop acting like y'all regular niggas, man. You're not. You made it out. You're worth an asshole full of money. You are no longer a regular nigga out here, man. So you got to protect yourself as so. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers want to want to make it out the ghetto and understand how hard it is to make it out the ghetto and then act like they regular niggas. Okay. Let's, Family, let's, everybody around you. Okay. Cool. You cause pandemonium. Yeah, okay. That's eating and that's making it. Okay. You know what I mean? They're valuable and important. And, and me, you know what I mean? When I travel, I, I've been doing this shit for a long time. And, you know, anybody wise would want to know how you was able to do this and be successful as long as you was able to do it. You know, I was always that kind of inquisitive nigga. I wanted to know, man, show me when, where, and how to make these things happen. So, you know, I guess I'm saying all that to say that, you know, Gilly and Wallow is absolutely right about what they're saying when, when, when they're saying put some protection on your ass. You know what I mean? Your ass is valuable enough to put some protection on it. And some of y'all are going to do what you want to do. So I ain't going to tell you don't do this, don't do that, but I am going to tell you put some protection on your ass. You know what I mean? Your objective should be to make it home to your family, your woman, or whatever every day you leave out the house. You have to think that way. You know what I mean? And you can't embrace these clowns. You know what I mean? Because a, a nigga that don't know how to think is a dangerous man. You know what I mean? And that's what we're dealing with with this conversation that we're having right now. You know, a nigga that don't know how to think is a dangerous man. 
He, a man that feel like every altercation have to be after end with violence. He's a dangerous man. He's a damn fool. And it's a matter of time before he meet a damn fool. You know what I mean? And the end is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're dealing with. And, and if there's anything that needs to change is, man, if, leave them damn fools in the hood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all know the ones that's damn fools before you even bring them out to Leave them in the hood because all the muscle and meanness and all that fighting shit in the world ain't nothing, man. Yo, somebody said in the chat, Capalot Records. Nigga, I'm done. Capalot Records. I'm done. They said Capalot Records. I cannot listen. The people will not be fooled for long. Let's go. You know what I mean? When it, when it comes to a thinker. You know what I mean? That little man, you were 5'2", and a whole lot of little nigga. You can't impose no muscle. I used to specialize in that shit. Hit me, big nigga, <laughs> so I can deal with your ass. You know what I mean? So... You have to like understand that we ain't niggas ain't thinking about fighting you no more. So get the right security, man. And, That's and the I'm reason the reason I always stress security is because I understand you got some real niggas from around your neighborhood that might they might they might be real real with all the dumb shit. But when situations come, they might be looking at somebody's op or opposition, and that's not even the case. It could be something that could be de-escalated, and that's what the professionals is there for. You know, when I'm talking about security, I'm talking about real loud professionals. You got professional, you know, teams out here that will handle your business for you. And you got to understand this. And I try to stress this to a lot of artists. You're not boo-boo from around the way no more. You're a business. You're paying taxes. You're LLC. You're a business, bro. So you got to carry yourself like that. And I just think a lot of times that money come and motherfuckers just lose their mind. Yeah. And like I always tell people, man, and, and, I, and I tell these cats, because I ain't, listen, man, I ain't, a lot of these cats that do these young cats, I'm not your peer, man. I'm your fucking elder, man. And I'm not trying to be an old nigga that's trying to be a young nigga. That's the problem that we got now. And that's why a lot of these young cats don't respect the older generation. Because motherfuckers trying to relive their second childhood. I'm your elder nephew. So I'm going to sprinkle this game on you properly. I'm not no motherfucking nigga that, you know, just out here was a nigga getting high, doing some dumb shit. Nigga, I spent 20 years. All right, once again, you can tell that Wallow is not built for this business. He's just not. And, I, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. He hasn't seen enough yet. He hasn't seen enough yet. So let's continue. I think this interview is pretty much over at this point. Y'all, know, y'all wasn't smart enough to protect the artist because they want to lock him up. When, when Some disagreements. We're telling you, man. The same. Yeah. You know what? I just thought about a, uh, another answer to that question you asked me, Gilly, about uh, what other than the homie. You know, it's a hell of a thing to have access to power and not use it. And when I think about the machine, my homie Pete got out there in, in Atlanta. You know, okay. I went, you know, we flew to. Now let's pay attention to what he, how he, how he talks about P and, and, and uh, Pierre, which is, uh, quite, um, God damn it. Uh, what is the label? God damn it. Uh, QC P and coach K let's, let's listen how he addresses them. Because I'm telling you, I'm it, this, this this does not happen without P and Q's uh P and Q uh, K's uh, uh blessing. I'm just telling you what it is. Let's go. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I talked with the homie head up. I talked to Quavo head up. You know what I mean? Since this situation happened, and that's power. And and what I'm thinking about right now is I would have loved to have seen somebody with his team here with Quavo versus. You know what I mean? One of them other people, man. That- okay, now you see how he just shifted the blame? Did y'all see how he shifted? He said, I wish they had 
his team down here with him instead of the other people that he had with, but it was your other son that was in charge of Quavo and Takeoff. You see how he just shifted the blame? Dirty game, y'all. It's a dirty fucking game. It's a dirty game. Wow. Just sunned them. Just sunned them little niggas like you little niggas. Don't know how to think. So if you got access to power, it's important to use that access. A lot of times, you know, we evolve in different things and don't understand the value of different situations because you ain't from there. You know what I mean? And money don't make you be from there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just You can have a billion dollars and not have that street cred or, or, or the knowledge and different things because you ain't live that. Right. You won't see different things coming. You, it'll hit you right smack in the goddamn center of the head and you won't ever see it coming because you ain't been trained, you know what I mean, to even see that coming. But when you have access to the power, to the machine, use it. You know what I mean? Use it because it makes a difference. You'll make it home at night, you know what I mean? And that's what's important. That's the only thing that's important. Yeah. It's making it home at night. And I want to say this, man, like, we some extraordinary people, man. We doing some. Okay, Wallow, I, I hear you, bro. Some extraordinary uh, things you, out here. But you're not built for this. No, 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 Be mindful no, of the shit you say. Okay. Go from you, getting condolences to. Okay. You know, did that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, no, it was beautiful. It was you know, beautiful. I just wanted, you know, send my condolences once again to the family. Okay. You know. Anything else? You know what I mean? We, you know. Okay, anything else? Situation. Well, we can clear the air. But also, give game to future problems that could transpire in the same manner. But just to also let the family know that yeah, I love it though. Um, if it was a way that we could have prevented this situation, we would have prevented it by all means, like, which we attempted to do. But yeah, it's an unfortunate situation, and our condolences are with the family. Absolutely. Yeah, and, um, yeah, most definitely, you know, I have sincere condolences with the family, you know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm just I'm just reflecting back to where it's a saying that your character precedes you, you know, and I'm not gonna say everything was negative, you know, in response to this situation, you know what I'm saying? When a person knows your character, then it speaks for itself. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I wasn't misidentified only by those that didn't know, didn't know me and just went with whatever the media was, you know what I'm saying? Anybody know my character knew, like, Uncle, we seen you was trying to, you know what I'm saying, kill that, whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I stand on that even with my family, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, we're not those type of people. You know what I'm saying? We're God-fearing people, but we stand on respect. You know what I'm saying? Me coming and going, you know, and, you know, you can only sit back and allow so much. And that's just the humble side of us, you know. Um, and we've been very humble and respectful with this situation and any part of this situation that has been misidentified, even from us doing the memorial. And we apologize for that. If that was perceived and took wrong, you know what I'm saying? But we never come in nothing with bad intentions when it's dealing with us and family and associates. You know what I'm saying? That's why we speak about relationships. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not no slick check in, not no undercover extortion. Y'all don't have enough for us to ask for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's never been that. You know what I'm saying? It's really personal relationships that we have with many and Robin in this thing for 30 some years. And that's just in the entertainment side of it. So you know how far those relationships go. Right. Generations. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have other busters that speak against this. 
But good game, you know what I'm saying? You know, you let the lane be the lane. You know what I'm saying? Don't you change to your truth. Yeah. Yeah, to the homie Quavo. Ain't nothing oh. changed <clears throat> where my love is concerned, where Quavo okay. is concerned. So, uh-huh. you know, they're going to come a day, they're going to come a time that everything we saying, Quavo going to have the opportunity to bear witness that this is the truth. You know what I mean? This is how it went down and from A oh. to Z. And Uh-oh. I look forward to uh, seeing that day. But even more important than that, you know, like I told him the last time I saw him, you know what I mean? It's, it's love here. You know, it's love here. And uh, I look forward to that uh, coming back together soon. But uh, it's offset, dude. I ain't going to leave him out. You know, I'm just real like this, you know, because, you know, you know, niggas be throwing rocks and hiding their hand, right? Uh-oh. They be throwing Uh-oh. rocks and hiding their hand. Okay, but what, so what you saying? Uh, who, 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 threw their, who threw a rock and threw a rock at you and hid their hands? Who, who had the nerve to throw a rock at mob ties and want to hide their hands? Who did that? Who, who you talking about, Jay Prince? Hand and uh, I don't like them kind of individuals, you know. And, and the truth of the matter is, you know, one can can dance and different things in front of the different cameras and and all that kind of shit. And and, re, and and when reality, the truth of the matter is, you know, nigga, you wasn't really oh. right there with takeoff when he was alive. Ooh. Ooh, nigga. Did he just throw a shot at fucking offset? Oh. Oh, you wasn't there with him when he died, boy. I said you wasn't there with him when he died. We just threw a shot at the off shit. What you gonna do now, son? What you gonna do now? Huh? What you gonna do now? You ain't, you ain't got no label, family. Your family done left you. You're alone in this whole world, son. Baptized forever. Fifth Ward, check in. <laughs> he just threw a shot at offset. <laughs> Nigga! You know what I mean? So, for you to be taking these positions that you taking, Uh-oh. you know what I mean? And I, I got people everywhere. I saw hear all kinds of things. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm gonna just say this to you. Uh-uh. Uh, don't never put me in no position where you uh-uh. know I have to defend myself. Uh-uh. Ooh, ooh, this is not good. This is not now. You know why this is not good? Cause he's married to Cardi B. Cardi B got backing. Do you understand? Cardi B has the power of Atlantic Records and them Jews. Cardi B has the power of Atlanta Records in them Jews. <laughs> Dude, you think Cardi going to let somebody? Oh, you just. Did, did he low-key threaten Offset? I think he just did. Don't put me in a position where I, I have to defend myself. Yeah, if, it, yeah, that's a threat. That's a very veiled threat. But ooh, ooh, this is ugly. You know what I mean? That wouldn't be healthy for you. And, that you know, I, I have to say that wouldn't be healthy for you. That is a threat. That is a threat. You know what? I need to run that back. I need to hear you say all that. I need to hear you say all that. Ooh. Nigga, you wasn't really right there with takeoff when he was alive. You know what I mean? So for you to be taking these positions that you taking, you know what I mean? And I, I got people everywhere. So I hear all kinds of things. Uh, I'm going to just say this to you. Uh, don't never put me in no position where, you know, I have to defend myself. 
You know what I mean? That wouldn't be healthy for you. Uh-oh. And, you know, I, I have to say that. I hate, but it's a million dollars worth of game. You know what I mean? It's a million dollars worth of game, and I'm going to give it to him right on a million dollars worth of game because I ain't going to throw rocks and hide my hand. I'm going to just let it be known you know, to him because I hear what's being said. And uh, it's all love after that. Peace. Yo, you just ended the interview with a goddamn threat. Wow. Wow. Are you not entertained? Listen, I, don't, I should just shut the show down to this shit because I know academics is going to go ham. Academics is going to go ham stupid with the breakdown. Yo, they already in the chat like you threatened Quavo and Offset. <laughs> when they threatened Offset, I missed it. I was driving. Not calling out Offset. Oh, wow. Did he not threaten Offset? Stop saying that. Um, uh, Man, Offset been in his feelings since it started a long time ago. He made a public threat to offset Quavo relative after all that dude. Not smart at all. Yo, nigga, this is ugly. That sound like a threat to me, sir. Uh, <laughs> offset been politicking at Rock Nation brunch. It's getting weird. Indeed. Everybody started to make power moves. Everybody's making power moves. Did y'all notice who was at the Rock, uh, Rock Nation brunch? Making power moves. Yeah. Game, Game of Thrones, align themselves up with power. This is crazy, yo. Wow. Everybody, I hope y'all, you guys are all thoroughly entertained. I know I am. I know I am. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Wow. I, best thing on TV. I know the Grammys is on, but this shit right here. <laughs> this shit right here. Do I care about Ricky Smiley's son? Mm. Okay, so every, every black folk, black Twitter is calling it what it is. Everybody's pretty much calling Ricky Smiley out for what it is. But Ricky Smiley made a, a video, right? Okay, here's, let's see what they're saying here. Member of. Let's run it back. What you talking about? What you talking about? I just never thought I would be a member of an organization where you have to bury your, your, your kid. I just never thought I would be a member of an organization where you have to bury your, your, your kid. I don't know why you didn't know this, Ricky Smiley. you only been in the game for 30 years. Now, this is very telling. I didn't know he... Brandon it, wasn't said fucking, it wasn't fucking suicide. Let's get that. Now, Brandon is speaking on a friend that died, right? And he was saying it, it wasn't self-deletion. But then Brandon admits that he had a you know a little drug habit or whatever the case may be. This is the one that died, right? Okay, so let's let's go. Let's see what he has to say. Straight and one fucking suicide. Bird, you know he took pills to numb his pain. You know what I'm saying? Bird was already doing drugs, taking pills. I know because I fucking took pills with him. That's some shit we did. Now he probably did overdose. Um, he did that, you know, cause you know Bird took pills, you know. And if you really, really knew Bird, I mean, you already knew this shit. And you know he wasn't committing no suicide. Man, man, just, uh, man, y'all, man, y'all leave these fucking pills alone, man. Leave that shit alone, bro. There's too many niggas dying from that shit. You lose too many people. Leave that shit alone, man. If you need help, man, shit, call me, talk to me. Nigga, I got, nigga, I got addiction issues. I had addiction issues. Oh, what? I still struggle with this shit to this day. Okay, so I'm going to say the cause of death will be one of two things, either inoculation or a drug overdose. 
So they're already setting the narrative up. So he kind of gave them a way out without even realizing he gave them a way out. So let's let's see what the autopsy says in a couple in a couple weeks. I'm going. It's only two, only one of two ways: inoculation or drug overdose. You talk to somebody, nigga. I talk to you. I know what all the NA, AA means, that man. We gotta leave this shit alone, man. This shit taking our people out. Cold. This shit ain't ain't fucking playing. Man, y'all be safe out here, man. Fucking rubber. Okay. All right. Let's see who won album of the year at the Grammys this year. Alicia and why Oh, okay. They haven't run. They haven't voted yet. Or okay, okay, okay. Uh, let's go with something else. Blah, 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 blah. Let's do this. Ricky Smiley. Brandon funeral. Is this the funeral? Okay, she's saying. Okay, all right, good old gospel home going service. That's what's up. Oh, she's. I bet she was throwing down. Oh yeah. Sing it, sis. Take your time, sis. Take your time. Mhm, mhm. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Okay. What else? Can we get any more funeral footage? We get any more funeral footage? No, just her singing. That's her singing, huh? That's all we got. Oh, 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 oh. Were you in the service? Oh, he was military. Let's see what else Ricky Smiley posted. Can you post anything else from the funeral? Let's see. Anything else, sir? Mm, boop. Mm, boop. Nope. Yeah. Mm. Seven hours ago. Okay. Oh, that was him saying goodbye to my son yesterday before his standing ovation ceremony. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 
Alright, Malik, it's the last one. The last son left, right? Uh, let's see what you got to say. Love me tonight. Oh, come on, man. You trying to get all this music, bro? Ooh. Oh. Why would you record yourself? What? I'm not good. Pray for my dear mother. This nigga. Okay. Okay, I'm over it. I'm over it. Let's do this. Let's go to the Rock Nation brunch. Because Lil Uzi showed his ass, and I, I I love it. I love it. Lil Uzi Vert was the star of the Rock Nation brunch. Lil Uzi Vert is my favorite. Has been my favorite young, young rapper for the last, easily the last five, six years. Easily. And he was serving him today at the, at the Rock, or yesterday at the Rock Nation brunch. Serving him. Little Uzi out here killing it. Yeah, but let me find but let me find the let me find a little Uzi shit. He's out here killing it, yo. This is everybody that was there. Okay, usual suspects. Alright, usual suspects. Okay. There's Tyler the Creator. There's Pusha. Okay, okay. Listen, when I tell you Lil Uzi's out here killing it, he's out here killing it. What sis, what are you doing? What are we doing, sis? No, that's doing too much. That's doing too much. That's doing too much. Doing too much. There's Bay and Soul. Normandy. Okay, Kelly. And listen, let me fly this nigga at the whole thing with Lil Uzi Vert. Fly this nigga at the whole brunch with Lil Uzi Vert. My man was just giving life. Look at that. That nigga so funny. <laughs> nigga said, slick my hair back like I'm Chico the Bars. Killed it. Where's the video at? There was a video. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. There you go. Like? Okay. Let me see the flip. Let me see the flip. The flip. Period. No, let me see the watch. Where's the watch? Where's the watch? Period. That's how you clear it, bitch. Hello. Hello. Hey, stun on them niggas. Lil Uzi, stun on them niggas. All right. Yeah. Lil Uzi, stun on them niggas. <laughs> That's how you do it. Shit. What, do it? Run it back again. What are you? Let me do the flip. Let me do the flip. The flip. Period. No, let me do the watch. Where's the watch? Where's the watch? Period. That's how you clear it, bitch. Hello. Hello. I fucks with Uzi. Hey, man, listen. I fucks with Lil Uzi, shit. Been a fan, been a fan, been a fan. All right, I'm gonna leave that alone. Let's get let's get somewhere else. All right, what do I want to talk about? I mean, really, that that million dollar worth of game kind of took up like that. I could really just kind of end this into a part two. Listen, exactly. I fuck I fucks with Uzi. No Uzi slander. No Lil Uzi slander. Not gonna do it. You're not going to do it. Uh, let's see here. What I want to talk about? What I want to talk about? I've been off an hour and some change. Let's see. Oh, um, let's do this. Because, you know, Hollywood and black men in the dress, Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian, uh, 
had had his turn last night on Saturday Night Live. So we can stop saying that it's all black men. No. Everybody has to wear the dress or the skirt um, to a certain extent. If you don't know who Pedro Pascal is, I remember him first season of Narcos. Go back and watch the first season of Narcos. He's in it. Um, he's been in Wonder Woman 1984. He's currently in The Last of Us on HBO Max. Uh, he's Mandalorian as well. Pedro Pascal has been everywhere. Pedro Pascal everywhere. Let's run it. He was on Saturday Night Live last night. Let's run it. Hopefully SNL don't ping me. Don't ping me SNL because I put a filter and I reversed it. Hopefully that's enough. <laughs> To Mama, and I want to introduce you to my new girlfriend, Brittany. Hi, yes, Miss Flores, I'm Brittany. I've heard so much about you. Mmm, you are cute. You dress like a boy. I like that. <laughs> um, haha, Mama, let's eat. How about that, huh? With love. And hey, my parents taught me never to come empty handed, so I did bring some vegan sliders. Luis, ella está loca. Yo cociné para todo. Esta niña viene a mi casa con vegan sliders. About me? Uh, yes, but in a good way. Don't worry. Uh, Mama, we're hungry, huh? Yes, and this looks great. Um, where should I put these? I'll take it. Thank you. And then, then, take oh. it. Brittany, what are you studying? Um, I'm actually studying fine art with a concentration in 17th century Baroque architecture. So she doesn't like money. <laughs> Mama, please. Brittany wants to be an art professor one day. Yeah. Oh, so she's a lesbian. <laughs> Mama, please. No, 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 no. Mi nuera no puede estudiar fine art y usar tu dinero para dique Baroque architecture. <laughs> Mamá, por favor, no le importa el dinero. No te puedes imaginar, Van Gogh, Picasso, Britney with the vegan sliders. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That was Pedro Pascal making his debut last night on SNL. So we can, everybody relax and calm down. It ain't just all black men. It just ain't all black men. The majority of them black men, okay? The majority, but still, but still. Um... <laughs> let's get to some uh some section eight fuckery section eight not looking too good for people on section eight they don't want you on section eight or they don't want you period okay unfortunately section eight y'all go people going through some things going through some things let's go section eight it's all bad notice unexpected in mailboxes eviction notices sent out to some families in south fulton who rely on Section 8 housing vouchers to keep a roof over their heads. Yeah, they're being told that their apartment complex will no longer accept those federal housing vouchers. This is happening at the Beacon Ridge Apartments, Old National Highway, College Park. Atlanta News First reporter Adam Murphy live outside that complex tonight. 
Adam, what are these families going to do? Well, first off, good evening, guys. I can tell you I spoke with several of the tenants out here, and they told me they believe as many as 60 Section 8 residents received eviction notices, and they were told they had to move out of this property by the first of next year. I read some of those eviction notices, and nowhere in those letters does management explain why they made this decision. It's not right. They don't care about this. Uh -oh. For more than a decade, uh -oh. most of these ladies made Beacon Ridge Apartments their home. Yeah, yeah I ain't got nowhere to go. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. But they just don't care. But now these Section 8 residents are being forced to find another place to live and have not been told why. How they just going to put us out like that? They ain't said why we got to move. I ain't did nothing. I ain't did a thing. Several residents received notices on Monday telling them that regardless of when their lease is up, they are required to surrender the premises to management on or before January 31st of next year, and that failure to do so will result in legal action. So I'm just really concerned about that and stuff. They hadn't gave us but 60 days to move. How you gonna find a place to move and they gain your best day in January? So Atlanta News First went to the leasing office to find out why they're evicting Section 8 residents. But they locked the door and never called us to explain. There's a lot of us out here. They ain't got nowhere to go. And then here hard to find Section 8. And the mayor of South Fulton just arrived out here at the complex. He is meeting with some of these Section 8 residents tonight and told me he intends to actually try to talk to management here at the property to better understand why this decision was made. He also told me he plans to pursue legislative options to further protect Section 8 residents in the future from this ever happening again. And I should point out, the city of Atlanta just passed a resolution within the last few days which urges property owners receiving financial incentives to accept tenants who pay rent using federal housing vouchers. So it will be interesting to see if the city of South Fulton does the same. We're live tonight in South Fulton, Adam Murphy, Atlanta News First. Okay, I guess... I don't know how they didn't see this coming, but you know, okay, wait a minute. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cleaning house time, you know, I, you know, you don't want to see people lose their homes or whatever, but shit, you know, you had a, a year moratorium, rent moratorium. People didn't want to pay their rent, you know, and you put, Land, landlords at, at, at risk for losing property. I mean, sh what do you, sh what do you think was going to happen? Right. What did you think was going to happen? Let me see in response. I thought I had already pulled it up. No, that's crazy woman. No. Okay. Hold up. Let's see what other places are rejecting section eight. Cause uh it ain't just Georgia. It ain't just Georgia. But you know, you're gonna get replaced by immigrants that are getting monies funded from the the US from the state and the government, which makes no sense. Okay, let's see. Section eight. Um rejection. Uh, no, 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 no. 
Eviction, there we go. That's what I'm looking for, evictions. Um, hmm. Eviction in pass. Oh, that's not it. That's not what I want. Section eight. Um, uh, okay, let's see in GA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just do GA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GA. Now this was back in August when this person did this. Let me see. Let's see what this is. Uh, I don't want to see that. No, that's not, I don't, don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Okay. Okay, here we go. Ah, goddamn ads. Break up for... Fulton residents are getting evicted from an apartment complex on Old National Highway. The mayor says it's just another hit in the growing disparity of affordable housing options. News Edge reporter Joy Dukes tells us what this means for those tenants and the mayor's proposal to try and help. Yeah, Mayor Khalid Kamau says several Section 8 renters received those notices right before the holidays. Others as recently as Monday, letting them know they'd need to be out of their apartments by January 31st. Now okay, now, pay, now keep in mind, this was from November 29th, just like a few months ago. So three months ago, this took place. And they had till the end of January to find a new place. The shortage of affordable housing options. Mayor Kamau says those residents are now scrambling to find a place to go. For some residents of Beacon Ridge Apartments on Old National Highway, the end of the year has now become a race against the clock to find a new place to call home. South Fulton Mayor Khalid Kamau says in the days before Thanksgiving, he started getting calls from tenants who, without much explanation, received this notice that their leases were being terminated. I spoke with a resident who is a lunch lady at a local elementary school. She received one of those letters. Kamau says he's worried about gentrification on Old National Highway. These are some of the last affordable apartments on the martyr line in Fulton County. But he tells Fox 5 his immediate concern for those tenants now is finding housing they can afford by the end of January. It's no small feat, according to Andrew Arend with the National Low Income Housing Coalition. It can be difficult. Um, even for, for renters with vouchers. Oren says instances like this one are shedding more light on the massive shortage of affordable housing nationwide. There's roughly a, 
a shortage of 7 million affordable rental units. We reached out to the company that manages Beacon Ridge to find out what prompted the sudden eviction notices. We're still waiting to hear back. The average household income of project-based rental assistance in Atlanta is about $12,000 a year. So if they're being evicted from this particular property, the question you know, becomes, well, where are they going to go? While residents are asking themselves that same question, Kamau says he plans to meet with the owners and management group to see what, if anything, can be done to help those tenants. Mayor Kamau says South Fulton city leaders will continue discussions about the affordable housing crisis at upcoming city council meetings. They want to hear from residents at the next meeting, which is scheduled for December the 13th. From the live desk, Joy Dukes, Fox 5 News. Yo, they're not playing. Wow. That's crazy, y'all. They're not playing. Like, shit. I, I guess they thought the griff was going to keep continuing, and that's not. Uh, All you have to do is point. Oh, shut your eyes up. Stop. Yeah, they thought the griff was going to keep going, keep grifting. No. Uh, once again, let's keep it going. Atlanta again. Y'all down there wilding the fuck out. Y'all killing, y'all killing off good people. What in the hell? news on this Saturday evening. This is tied to a story we first broke for you this morning. The fatal shooting outside of a popular nightclub in West Midtown. 11 Alive has been working all day now into the evening to get you the very latest information. And within the last hour, 11 Alive has confirmed the person killed was Michael Gideon, a co-owner of the nightclub. The Republic Lounge is a busy place on a Friday night, but for those who work at the club, this was a tragedy that they never expected to occur. 11 Alive's Karis Belger spoke with an eyewitness about the shocking sequence of events. This was the scene outside of Republic Lounge on Brady Avenue early Saturday. Police combing the scene and looking for evidence after a shooting took place outside. Ken Lucas's mother, Monice, says she was on the way to pick him up from working security when it happened. He called me and he told me that, you know, somebody had a fight in the club and had a guy in the parking lot with a gun. He asked me to go around the street to the QT to wait on him and he would call me and tell me when to come back. When she did, police still had most of the street blocked off. You know, I just know it, it wasn't that many people. I just think it was just like a small get together. Ken Lucas says he was inside when a drunk customer was removed from the premises. He says another person told him the person later came back with a gun. It was time to go. I just heard a gunshot. At that point, I had already just called my mom and told her just go. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to go back outside. I don't have a gun. I'm not trying to die, you know? Police responded just before 7 in the morning and are still investigating what happened. In Atlanta, Karis Belger, 11 Alive News. And our coverage of the story continues tonight at 11 o'clock. 11 Alive's Don White will have more reaction to Gideon's death, as well as the very latest on the investigation. 11 Alive, the first to break this news to you just within the last hour for the very... Man, y'all down there wild and y'all killing off good people. Um, she's the turn the gun and gun the gun. Uh, his brother Alex, co-owner of the Republic. da 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 uh, that person was shot at 990 Brady Ave, shot dead at location. The guard said kicking someone out, blah, 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 blah. Okay, he leaves behind a wife and four kids. Four kids, all in middle and high school. He also leaves behind his brother and business partner. Damn. Y'all wilding down there. 
after the suspect fired the gun, the security guard said he was told to call police. So security doesn't have, so they're not armed security. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's terrible. Well, let's, let's continue with more dead and people that's, that are, you know, this woman here, right? Uh, what's her name? Eunice Dwamfor. This was a setup. If I ever heard, you know, let me find some, a better story. Uh, I want a video for this. Eunice Dwamfor. This shit here. This here. Welcome to Who's Talking. New Jersey authorities are looking for a suspect as well as for answers in what a town mayor has called a despicable criminal act. Last evening, police discovered the body of a town councilwoman, Eunice Junfor, just after she had been gunned down in her SUV. CNN's Jean Casares joins us. And Jean, they believe this may have been a targeted attack against this Republican councilwoman? That's the working theory at this point. And what the police are saying is that she was in her car and that just multiple gunshots went through her windshield and her windows. And when authorities arrived at the scene, she was deceased. Now, our affiliate WABC is reporting that it was her vehicle that she was in, that she was actually outside her own apartment complex. And after all of those shots went into the car, that her car went forward at a ascending speed and hit a lot of parked cars in the parking lot of the apartment complex right there. And so she was a council member uh, in Sayreboro, New Jersey. She was the first term. She was elected in 2021 for a three-year term, 30 years old. It was her first elected office. She ran as a Republican, and she actually uh, unseated a Democrat. And it was a huge—it got so much publicity at the time. And today, Democrat and Republican alike absolutely adore her because she cared about her community, they said. She wanted the best for her children and the people, and she was very devoted. Now, on her LinkedIn page, she also talks about that she is the director of churches for the Champions Royal Assembly. And she is Nigerian. It is a ministry out of Nigeria. But she also said that she was looking for new work uh, opportunities. She's a certified business analyst, she says. Here's what she says about herself that she recently wrote in pursuit of new opportunities. Quote, lastly, I am teachable. I can get the job done faster, swifter, effectively, and without errors. As for those around me, I add colors, the brightest colors, with my bubbly personality and strong work ethics. And Jake, that investigation, it's continuing tonight. What, what a loss. What a horrible loss. Are, are there any leads at this point? Well, you know, the governor of New Jersey, Governor Murphy, came out today talking about it. And he said that her career in public service was just getting started. And he said that the New Jersey State Police are assisting in all of this. And he himself personally is asking anyone who has any information on this to come forward so it can be solved. Who did she piss off? I mean, it is South Jersey. Jersey is, can be a bit racist, y'all. Um, wow. Okay, so the FBI is now involved. Okay, the FBI is coming up. They're coming to town. 
Yo, this is crazy. I think someone said she had a, a white husband. Right? Someone, I, I believe she had a white husband. Not that it should mean anything, but never know these days. I don't know. I don't know. Surrounding the murder of a councilwoman, Eunice Jumfor continues to deepen today. The 30-year-old Republican who was serving her first term on the Sayreville Borough Council was found shot to death in her car Wednesday night. The FBI are now involved in the case, and the community remains stunned. New Jersey reporter Anthony Johnson is live in Newark with the very latest. It's like a time of grieving. It's so hard for them to speak with anybody right now. Family, friends, and church members have been gathered here at Zion Towers, huddling upstairs, supporting the family of Sayreville City Councilwoman Eunice Dwumfor. They say the family is struggling to comprehend why the 30-year-old single mother's life was taken so violently. She was murdered outside of her apartment in Sayreville while sitting inside her Nissan Murano on Wednesday night. A family friend spoke on the phone calling this a difficult time for everyone. The family are here, but it's kind of very difficult for the mom and dad. The councilwoman was very active in her church here in Newark. The Champions Royal Assembly is a second floor storefront church on Broad Street in Newark, which is directly connected to a mega church in Nigeria, which has thousands of members. Neighbors of Dwumfor are shocked by the death of a woman who grew up here in Newark and had great promise. All I can say is very religious and very obedient and uh, very respectful. While the family is still working on final arrangements for a funeral, a memorial service will take place next Wednesday in Sayreville at 6 p.m. Black Trunks, what your ass say? Uh, what you say? Life insurance. Oh, you know what? I, I'm not with you. I'm not going to do this with you, sir. We're not going to do this so with cozy. you. So cozy. How many ah. are in there? Should we? Let's look at her vehicle. I want to look at her vehicle. I want to see how many bullet holes are through the windshield. I know that, that sounds pretty morbid. Please forgive me, but. Um, units doing for vehicle. I want to see what a vehicle looked like. I want to see how bad it was. Uh, shit. Best shots we got. Best shots we got, huh? Oh, they covered it up. Ooh, shit, you know it's bad when they cover it up. That's bad. That is bad. Oh, this was a hit. This was a hit hit. Yeah, that was a hit hit. Wait, where's he over with the, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> with that sound bite. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here. <laughs> this was a hit. Ooh, this was a hit hit. Ooh, buddy. This was a hit hit. Oh, no. 
This is horrible. Yeah, this was a hit hit. This was automatic gunfire hit like. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, this is bad, y'all. Okay. 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 All right, all right. Okay, I've seen enough. This is terrible. Uh, yeah, she probably didn't want to sign a bill. Was was against the bill? So, ain't no telling, man. It's a dirty, dirty fucking game. Yo, Macbo, my bad, bro. Uh, super chat. Thank you for the two and super chat. Uh, <laughs> big word energy. My bad. Appreciate it. Thank you, bro. There we go. There we go. <laughs> get out of here! I said, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, when she beat the uh, the Democratic guy, it was yeah. I remember this story. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Putting up the good fight. Hey, listen, listen. The bad guys typically win. I'm sorry to say. So you know, the bad guys pretty much always win. I don't know what to tell you. This is sad. All right. Uh, let me see. Anything else I wanted to cover? I want to cover it. I don't care about Jay-Z. Um, I don't care about no goddamn Jay-Z. I don't care about no damn Jay-Z. Let's see what else. I think that's it. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Trash. Oh, you know what? One more story. Yes. Fetal containers. You're going to hear that term a lot in the next few years. Okay. What are fetal containers? And you know what? I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I know it sounds crazy. Hear me out. I'm okay with this. If you remember, go back and watch the last season of American Horror Story where they were kidnapped. The four, the four or five young kids were kidnapped by the aliens. Once again, the, the latest season of American Horror Story, the aliens made a deal with uh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower signed over Area 51 for them to have their space to experiment and all this other stuff. The agreement was the government will supply the aliens with bodies so they could reproduce and their, so their species wouldn't die out. And then the aliens flipped it on the, on, on the, the humans like, nah, y'all all need to die out because you guys are just horrible people. So they kept doing all these experiments that, 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 that have the perfect breeding um, vessel for their race. It was the one white girl cut her head off. At the end, the final episode, they cut the white girl's head off. Now, the, the, the chief alien was a black woman. The chief medical that oversaw the breeding program was a black woman. Cut the white woman's head off. They put an artificial uh, head on the body and, and continued to use the white woman's body to breed the alien hybrid children. Do you understand? Here we go. Fetal containers. Bioethicist proposes using brain dead women as surrogates. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. 
A bioethicist has argued for using women who have been ruled brain dead as surrogates, calling it holy whole body gestational donation. Anna Smashdor from the University of Olson also uh, wrote in the theoretical medicine and bioethics that women who are brain dead shouldn't have their wombs going to waste when people who want children can use them. We already know that pregnancies can be successfully carried in term in brain dead women. There is obviously there is no obvious medical reason why initiating such pregnancies would not be possible. I'm okay with this. I'm the younger black slide. You bugging? Yes, but I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I know a lot of y'all like slides. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm okay with this. All right. I suggest all other things being equal, it should be an option for anyone who wishes to avoid the risk and burden of gestating a fetus in their own body. I suggest that brain stem dead men would also have the potential to gestate, meaning that the pool of potential donors is further increased and that certain feminist concerns might thus be assuaged. Okay. We have a low birth crisis people. <laughs> what? I'm okay with this. Said every eugenicist. <laughs> Damn, I sound bad, huh? I sound that bad. I sound that bad. Do I sound bad? So will women who are not or not not organ donor can they select no womb carriers too? You know what? I know it sounds bad, y'all. But think about it. We have low birth rates. There's a lot of women that want to have kids, can't have kids. Right. I mean, I know more women that can't have kids. And you have women out here that that have active functioning wombs, just giving it up to anybody and having these little bastard hellions. Yes, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with this. I know I I know I lost some of y'all. A lot of y'all. Y'all gonna be like, God damn, I used to fuck with slide till you said that That shit about the, the brain dead pregnancies. Um, let's continue. The donor would have to give consent ahead of time. She believes government policies should support it. State and health services should adapt their policies and procedures to allow for WBGD among other donation operations. If WBGD is viewed as a straightforward means of facilitating safer reproduction and avoiding the moral problems of surrogacy, we should be ready to embrace it as a logical and beneficial extension of activities that we are already treat as being morally unproblematic. Okay. Straightforwardly, the use of the body as a fetal container. Okay. When men, while many view surrogacy as a, an act of altruism, such a contract has a strong tendency to commodify women and children as if they aren't already. So that's a dead argument. Women and children have been commodified since I don't know how when trafficking. Hello, look at the borders. Women and children commodified. Human trafficking. Hello. What is the difference here? What is the difference here? Okay. Um, let's see. And can put impoverished women at a disadvantage with the temptation to sell their wombs to the wealthy to produce desired children as if they aren't already in turn, the act of conception and childbearing become products with couples choosing the kind of embryo they want genetic, uh, uh, manipulation already designer kids. Hello. They're already doing this. 
They're already doing this. In turn, the act of conception, childbearing become products with couples choosing the kind of embryo they want, finding and hiring a woman, often low income, to gestate the child for them, and then waiting for delivery. Surrogates in such situations are often not treated as whole persons, but as gestating wombs that have been purchased for one sole purpose. If things don't progress according to the buyer's stipulated plan, perhaps unwanted multiples are conceived or the child is diagnosed with a disability or is found to be the undesired sex, then the surrogate may be pressured to have an abortion. Regardless of her personal feelings about it, some surrogates in their similar situations have found themselves abandoned along with the child. I'm okay with this. Sorry. Sorry. I'm okay with this. And the uh, Greek play Antigone by Sophocles, the title character risks her life to bury the body of her brother, arguing that it is immoral to treat a dead person, a dead body with disrespect. All right. If brain death is true death, it does not then grant someone license to use the body of a deceased human being as a tool to give them what they want. Okay, well, I guess you ain't been in too many occultic circles then. Okay. This is going to happen, people. It's already happening now. You've been put on notice. You've been given notice. You can sit here and be like, oh, this is wrong. It's, you've already been given notice. They've been doing this. Okay. It's got to wean y'all, walk y'all, slowly walk y'all into this shit with holding your hands. All right. You've been put on notice. All right. So let me get out of here. <laughs> I know some women were like, I used to fuck with Sly, but that bullshit he was the other night. I can't fuck with Sly no more. I ain't fucking with Sly. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. Um, thank everybody for hanging out. Um, the Jay Prince thing, just basically he ended it with a threat to offset, which I think is a very bad, but interesting move because, you know, Cardi B will not take that lightly and don't act like Cardi B ain't got muscle of her own behind her with Atlantic records. And, and God knows whoever else I believe off, offset was over there at rock nation brunch, uh, politicking for, for help. If need be, um, this should be very, very interesting. And once again, it is my belief that both Jay Prince and Jay Prince Jr. are federal assets. You're not going to be able to tell me otherwise. These men clearly are federal assets. I'll leave it at that. Um, it was a, yeah, I had a good time. So I thank y'all for coming out and hanging out and giving time and energy. And today is day 27. Tomorrow will be day 28. So go enjoy the rest of y'all night. I will catch the rest of these silly ass Grammys and we'll be back tomorrow to do it again. With that being said, I'm sorry. What's that? Oh, you, you have something to say? You want to tell the people? Okay. My man wants to, he wants to say something. All right, Barry God wishes y'all love and like y'all have a good night. I wish y'all the same peace.